Pastor Chukso Goye is the senior pastor of Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg. Pastor Chuks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman. Over the years, Pastor Chooks has been actively involved in marketplace ministries. He is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. Here is Pastor Chooks Ogoye. Tonight is episode number 6666. 66. Uh, we have been learning about the goodness of God and, and sharing um, the things that we see in the Word of God concerning the goodness of God. Tonight, I want to share a thought with you, uh, and I want to title my contemplation, The Goodness of God is Unrelenting. The Goodness of God is Unrelenting. In this series of studies and teachings, we are trying to help the body of Christ understand the nature of the God we serve, the heart of the God we serve. He is an absolutely good God. He is, and, and the thing about his goodness is that it's the, one of the most misunderstood uh, attributes of God. It's one of the most misunderstood att- attributes of God. Uh, and, and tonight I want to explain some, some stuff around uh, the goodness of God being unrelenting. Hmm. Now I want to start by defining uh, the word unrelenting. I had to go check it up. Unrelenting means not yielding. Unrelenting means not yielding in strength or severity or determination. Unrelenting means not willing to give up. The goodness of God does not give up. It doesn't fail. It means unrelenting means stubborn, persistent in efforts, tireless, non-stopping, steadfast. Those are the words that describe unrelenting. So the goodness of God is steadfast. The goodness of God is persistent. The goodness of God is tireless. The goodness of God is stubborn and persistent and unwilling to give up. Uh, That's the goodness of God. And and, and so in this study, we we are trying to understand the goodness of God and, 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 and receive it. You know, people say um, God is good when maybe a blessing happens in their lives, you know, an increase, um, a promotion, uh, uh, a raise, uh, a new baby comes through, a major breakthrough comes through, uh, they are spared from a ghastly motor accident, you know, they missed the plane that crashed. People say, you know, God is good. And that is true. God is good. But is God good only when we are experiencing good? Is God good only when good things are happening to us? That's what I want to deal with tonight. God is good. And it has nothing to do with what you feel or what you're experiencing. God is good. So, Whether good things are happening to you or not so good things are happening to you, God is still good. 
So, so where is a good God when bad things are happening? The goodness of God is unrelent, is persistent, is consistently the same. Now, the goodness of God uh, uh, lines up with the rest of the attributes of God. God is infinite. God is faithful. God is he is he is bigger than man. In fact, it's not we can't compare him. He's operating a world of his own. And, and, and so all the attributes of the God we serve, all his attributes are in balance with each other. None of them contradicts. They are all in balance and they all run parallel. So so when when you say that God is love and his love is infinite, it's something with his goodness. He, he, you know, and, and his goodness, just the way his love is unrelenting, his goodness is unrelenting. Uh, because all of his attributes, that's why he is a being in a class of his own, all by himself. There's nobody else that stands where he stands. Nobody else looks like him. Nobody else can compare with him. There's no other being like him. He is he is altogether lovely, altogether you know, standing in a class of his own. Because how is one being uh, uh, um, infinitely good? The same being is omniscient, meaning he knows all things. The same being is omnipresent. He is everywhere at the same time. The same being is omnipotent. He has all the power. The same being is omnibenevolent. He, you know, he is all good. How is that possible? Yes, it is possible. That's the God we serve. That's the God I serve. That's the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who gave him as a sacrifice for humanity whose love is uh, uncompromising and unconditional. That's the Lord, the, the God I serve. That's the God I'm talking about to you today. Uh, and I want you to see this about his goodness. He is not good because people experienced good. He is good because that's who he is. So even if people didn't experience good, he's still good. <laughs> even if people didn't experience, even if you didn't experience good, he is still good. You know, uh, um, a couple of weeks ago, we were looking at the story of the of the good Samaritan, the good Samaritan. When the thieves were beating that guy up and stripping him of his belongings and and you know uh, and taking his things from him and leaving him half dead. Was God not good? He was good even at the time they were beating him. The goodness of God did not diminish. It did not stop. It was on while they were beating him. While they were robbing him. And you say, but how can a good God, you know, uh, uh, watch that kind of thing happen? No. He, you see, this is the part that confuses many people. That bad things happen doesn't mean that you know, uh, God is not good. He's still good. This is what I want to bring, you know, clarity to tonight. He is still good even when bad things happen. Why? Because the earth is broken. He gave the earth to the sons of men. Let, let, let me show you uh, a scripture in Psalm 115 verse 16. Psalm 115 verse 16. He said the heaven, even the the, the heavens are the Lord's. But the earth he has given to the children of men. He has given the earth to the children of men. And the children of men have believed, you know, contrary to who God is. And, and so they have been shaped, uh, broken. 
And their brokenness brings brokenness to the world. And so, if the world is going to experience goodness, if the world is going to experience goodness everywhere, 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 it is because the people, the 7.8 billion people who live on the earth, have accepted the absolutely good God for who he is and believe that he is absolutely good and thereby they are changed and as they are changed they are able to bring change into the world and then we can stop evil this is why the Bible said concerning Jesus when he walked on the earth the Bible said God anointed him with the Holy Ghost and with power and then he went about doing good and then he went about healing them that were oppressed of the devil so Satan is behind the oppression. Satan is behind the evil. Satan is behind all the bad things that happen to people. And God is the one trying to fix it. And me and you, the, the, the more we believe in his goodness, the more his goodness can flow through us to fix the things that the mess that the devil is, 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 is making in the world. So it's us believing in his goodness is us understanding the true nature of God that changes us and allows us to become vessels for his goodness to pour out on the earth. That's the way it is. So I want to show you a few things uh, in the Bible tonight um, just to buttress my point. Exodus chapter 34. Exodus chapter 34. The goodness of God never changed because bad things happened in the earth. No. God is still good. Let me, let me, let me read uh, Exodus chapter 34 verse 6. It says, The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, hold it there, watch, and abounding in goodness and truth. He is abounding in goodness and truth all the time. He is abounding in goodness and truth all the time. So it's not what is happening in people's lives that determines whether he's good or not. He's good all by himself. <laughs> he's abounding in goodness and that abounding is all the time. All the time. He is absolutely good that doesn't change because that's his nature. He is an absolutely good God. So when evil happens, he's still good. When bad things happen, he's still good. That those things that are happening are happening because the earth is under the control of human beings and they allow those things to happen. Or they make those things to happen. In the case of the good Samaritan, that the guy that was beaten up, it's human beings that allowed <laughs> the devil to use them to beat that guy up, to steal from him, to, to wound him and leave him half dead. It's, the devil made human beings do that. But human beings did it. The devil didn't even jump out you know, and do it himself. No, he can't. The devil cannot do anything in these earth by himself. He has to use human beings. And, and, and human beings allow the devil to use them because of what they believe about God. When you realize that God is an absolutely good God, that realization causes you to open up to Him, to open up to His love, and that changes you. And that, that transforms you and makes you a vessel 
that goodness can flow through. Meaning, the more you know the goodness of God, the more you know the goodness of God, the more goodness can flow through you, and the more God can use you to fix brokenness in the world. Wow. The more you know the goodness of God, the more goodness can flow through you, and the more God can use you to fix the brokenness that is in the world. So, so all the brokenness that is in the world is there because God's people who are supposed to know his goodness don't know his goodness enough to pull his power to fix things. And this is the reason why we are pressing in to know his goodness. We are pressing in to, to, to see more and more of his goodness so that we are transformed. You see, it is the churches, is the churches. Um, inability to comprehend the true nature of God that has made the church weak and powerless. That has made the church incompetent to deal with the evil that is in the world. But that is changing. All of that is changing. As we are coming into um, more understanding of the goodness of God, more of His goodness is, is going to flow through us. And then we can stop the oppression of the enemy. We can stop the evil of the enemy. Do you know that the, the earth is, is in a state of um, um, tumult and chaos? Because man, <laughs> the man doesn't know the goodness of God. Because the more people realize the goodness of God, the more we come into authority. Hallelujah. The more we can bring that which is in chaos and bring it under subjection. And, and fix the brokenness in the world. Look at Jesus. Sleeping in a boat. A storm arises. And the storm is, is so bad that the boat, the same boat where Jesus is sleeping in, is about to sink. What does he do? He steps up and rebukes the wind. And calms the storm. And peace is restored. We are that we are rising in authority as we realize and recognize the goodness, the absolute goodness of God. We are rising in authority so that we can rebuke the things that are out of whack. The Bible says that the earth, the foundations of the earth are shaken and out of alignment. As we recognize and realize the goodness of God, we are able to bring the earth back into alignment. When the goodness of God is understood... This thing about the unrelenting nature of God's goodness. This, you know, the, 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 the fact that the goodness of God does not fluctuate because, uh, you know, a, a, a is not experiencing it or B is having a bad time. No, 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 no. The goodness of God stays consistent. But this is the thing. Look at, look at Psalm, Psalm 46. Let me show you something about, you know, this thing about the goodness. Look at Psalm 46. Psalm 46 verse 1. Look at it. Psalm 46. Look at this. He said, God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. A very present help in trouble. There is trouble because man is broken. And the earth is broken because man is broken. But this is what God said. His goodness makes him to be present when you are in trouble. When things are not going well. His goodness. Maybe, maybe he is uh, 
he is he is he is a good God. He is there, and of course, he's not he's not behind the pain that you're going through. He's not behind the things that are going wrong. No, he's not. He's not. He's not at all. He's not at all. But what he does, the goodness of his heart and the goodness of his nature says, I will be with you. I am a very present help when you are in trouble. So, so your ability to access that help is determined by your faith in his goodness. So, so, so as you believe him, you're able to reach out to him and draw help even in the midst of the trouble. Do you know that he is he's nearer to you than the storm that you are facing? That's his goodness. And he's able to calm that storm for you if you can release your faith to make, uh, to make a demand on his power to flow into that situation. Okay? Now, the scripture that I'm trying to get for you is in Psalm 82, verse 5. Psalm 82, verse 5. It says, They do not know, nor do they understand, they walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. They are unstable. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. Why? Because man is broken. But that when man got broken, God didn't get broken. That's my message tonight. When, God, when man got broken, God didn't get broken. God didn't break. God's goodness his nature remains consistent, remains unchanging, remains tireless. And he is still that good God. So now we are wanting to fix broken man so that a broken earth can be fixed. And a broken earth is going to be fixed because man is getting fixed. How is man getting fixed? Man is getting fixed by what we are doing. By this message we are preaching, the more you realize the goodness of God, the more you look to the goodness of God, the more you believe the goodness of God, the more your consciousness is washed of every doubt in the goodness of God, the more you are able to bring your own world under control. Bring your own world under, you know, begin to manifest the goodness of God in your own immediate circle and then ask as the grace of God grows upon your life and, and the anointing grows upon your life, the influence of your goodness begins to, you know, the circle begins to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. The more you, you are affecting other people, the more those people come to know the goodness of God, the more we are fixing the earth that is out of order. This is the reason. The Bible says in, in Romans chapter 8, 19, the earnest expectation of the whole creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. Revealing, the, the unveiling of sons of God. The sons of God are people who know the true nature of God. People who understand it and people who are manifesting it. Hallelujah. So, child of God today, I want you to know this. God is tirelessly good. And he wants you to experience his tireless goodness in your life. You got to believe it. You got to believe it. God is persistently good. And he wants you to believe it because believing it changes you. That's the power of this message that I've been sharing. 
believing in the goodness of God changes you and allows you to become a vessel through which God pours his goodness in the earth. God pours his goodness on other people. You know, because you have experienced God's goodness, you can be, you, 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 you become forgiven of other people. Because you experience God's goodness, you become compassionate to other people. Because you experience God's goodness, you know, that, that, that goodness can flow through you to reach other people. And this is what God wants to do. So, can we ask the Lord to cause his goodness to be revealed in increasing measure in our lives? Can you, can you ask that, ask, make that prayer, make that request? Lord, let your goodness be revealed on my inside. That I see how persistent you are good. How unfailing. How, how consistently good you are. That it doesn't matter what is happening everywhere. I believe in the goodness of God. I believe in it. I believe in it. I believe in it. And, 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 and this is what it is that makes you walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And you fear no evil. Because you are expecting the goodness of God to be unrelenting and to be persistent. It doesn't matter what is happening. It doesn't matter, you know, if you walk through that valley. I believe that the goodness of God is going to, is, is going to overwhelm for me. It's going to come through for me. And you stand there and that's what, you know, uh, God wants from you. And God comes through. Let me, let me say it like this. The more we believe in the goodness of God. The more we see it, the more we understand it, the more we believe it, the more deliverance God has in the earth. The more deliverance that God has in the earth. The more people understand the message of the goodness of God, the more deliverance God has in the earth. Let me say that again. The more people understand the message of the goodness of God and see how absolutely good God is, both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, but the more we see it, the more God has delivered us in the earth. And I want you today to pray and say, Lord, increasingly open my eyes to see your goodness. Increasingly. Let, let me share, my time is really going. Let me share uh, two more scriptures. Look at Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 3. Jeremiah 31 verse 3. Jeremiah 31 verse 3. The Bible says, the Lord has appeared of old to me, saying, yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. What God is saying is, his love endures forever. His mercies endures forever. His goodness, his good heart towards you endures forever. Whether you're going through whatever, you're on a mountain, or you know, experience, or you're in a valley, it didn't change God's disposition towards you. The enemy will want you to believe that God is ignoring you. That's not true. <laughs> he's not ignoring you. His, his goodness, his mercy, his love is everlasting. Is everlasting. He said, therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. With loving kindness, I have drawn you. So tonight, I receive 
the, the invitation of God to a deep place, to a, 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 a deep place in his heart, to see his heart for who he is. He says, with loving kindness, I have drawn you to myself. I am drawing you to myself. I receive that drawing, Lord. That should be a prayer. Lord, I receive the invitation to see how unrelenting your goodness is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I, as I close tonight, Psalm 136. Psalm 136. God's goodness is unrelenting. We will. We will showcase it. Our life will demonstrate it. Our testimony will abound. And the world around us will experience it. Hallelujah. Because we, we, we allow ourselves to become vessels. And I'm going to pray for you tonight. You may be going through a hard time. You may be going through a difficult season. And, and, and you, are, you are wondering, where is a good God? He is there. He is a very present help in your time of need. He's there. His heart has not changed towards you. Listen, his heart has not changed towards you. His goodness is unrelenting towards you. No matter what you're going through, it's unrelenting. It doesn't change. So if you can believe that, you will see his hand come through. You will see his miracle. You will see his power come through. Look at this. Psalm 136 verse 1. It says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endures forever. He is good. For his mercy endures forever. His goodness endures forever. His kindness endures forever. His love endures forever. And all through this psalm, all the way to verse 26, he just kept on talking about that. His mercy endures forever. Everything about him, it endures. It doesn't change. It's not fluctuating. He is enduring forever. Because his mercy endures forever. And because I believe it, I am going to see his hand come through for me even in the most difficult of circumstances. Because what you believe about God determines how you experience life in the world. Let me say that again. What you believe about God. So don't let the devil tell you that God turned his back on you. No. Or his goodness is uh, switched off. No. His goodness is unrelenting. His goodness is persistent. His goodness is eternal. His goodness is forever. That's what I'm saying tonight. And as you open your heart to believe that, you will see it manifest. So, Father, I pray for somebody who is struggling. Who is struggling. Who is going through some difficult times right now. And they are struggling to believe in your goodness. Lord, I know that your goodness is unrelenting. I know that your goodness is persistent. I know. And you are not behind their pain. You are not behind the confusion in their lives. You are not behind the conflicts and the contradictions in their circumstances. You are not behind it. You are eternally good. You, your mercy endures forever. Your goodness endures forever. So I intercede for whosoever it is today. Uh, who is listening to me and they are going through tough times and results are not happening. Things are not coming through the way they want it. Lord, and they are almost doubting. They are almost losing their faith. Lord, I pray for them tonight. Lord, I pray for them tonight. I ask you.
to cause the, the light of what I have shared tonight to shine in their heart, to show them that your goodness is unrelenting, your goodness is persistent. And as they believe it, and as they change what they believe, Lord, you will come through in that situation and you will turn it around. I don't know who you are, but hear me. The goodness of God is able to turn around the most difficult circumstances. The goodness of God raised Lazarus from the dead. <laughs> the sisters were, were not able to believe that he could be raised from the dead. But Jesus, because Jesus believed in the infinite, unrelenting goodness of God, Jesus was able to allow the, the, the power of God to flow through him to raise Lazarus from the dead. So you may be facing a death situation. I prophesy and declare in the name of Jesus that the hand of God and the mercy of God and the goodness of God and the kindness of God meets you where you are and turns around that situation in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for hanging with me tonight. God bless you. My time is up. I continue tomorrow. Understanding the goodness of God. Episode number 67 is on tomorrow. God bless you. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.